Thanks for joining me today. My name is James Briscoe. I'm an ordained Baptist minister for the past 25 years. And in these latter days, God has called me to be one of his latter day prophets. The prophets come to warn the people of the coming destruction because the religious leaders have failed to do their jobs. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that you've done for us and all that you're doing for us. We ask you, Father God, to continue to watch after us and strengthen us. Help us with this podcast and help us to speak to someone that needs to know what thus saith the Lord through this podcast. And we'll give you the praise and honor and glory. And speak to me, Holy Spirit, through me and for me to someone. We'll give you the honor, the glory, and the praise forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. I will podcast weekly to the elect, the remnant, who are preparing for the Lord's return. I'm going to read for you my essay commentary about the apostate black church. After I read my essay commentary, I will raise four points of emphasis to highlight each paragraph read. Now, I'm going to read for you that essay commentary that I wrote several years ago concerning the black church, but it's relevant today. The apostate black church, and I have in parentheses, a position statement. As I attempt, I'm reading now that essay commentary, as I attempt to capture my thoughts pertaining to the black apostate church, I have to remember that it was never in line with God's will. From its inception, it was apostate because it suffered the same fate as the Roman Catholic Church. However, God did seal a remnant of believers as he did with the Catholic Church. That remnant sealed by the Holy Spirit is very much like the first century church during Paul's lifetime. And you can find that in Acts one and eight. I'm continuing to read my essay. Therefore, my declaration concerning the apostasy of the black church is based on its current status today. The church was ripe with paganism as it evolved into a church filled with the creeping secularism of today. For over a hundred years into the church, oh, for over a hundred years, this cancerous condition has eaten away at the scriptural foundation of the church. Obama's election marked the low water mark for the church. 93% of the black community endorsed this politician who led them into the abyss of moral democracy, gay rights, abortion, increased hatred of Islam, Israel, I mean, and a total moral democracy, and the denial of the Bible's tenets. Obama's pretext that he was a Christian was merely a lie. It was a lie to gain black votes and their undying support. And I use the scriptures, 1 John 
two and four to support that thought. By attempting to serve two masters, the church, the black apostate church, and I use Matthew 6, 24, the black church paid lift service to the cause of Jesus Christ, the person they say they serve. They, in the end, proved to be, and this is critical, better Democrats than they were Christians. Isn't that a shame? They purposely ignored the murder of over 20 million unborn black babies. They endorsed the destruction of the traditional family, and that's found in Matthew 19, 4 through 6. And they promoted race pride that reached a frenzy offending white Christians that once supported the civil rights movement. Their worship has turned, and we're talking about the Black Apostate Church, their worship has turned into a form of entertainment so that the worshipers can feel better about themselves. I'm still reading. Evangelism and missionary work is meaningless talk to sell a myth of involvement in the Black community that is heading for its destruction. God has an ongoing judgment against this, against us, and it's being fulfilled. I'm still reading the last paragraph of my essay commentary. The, the irony is, and I have to underline irony, the irony is that the black church is living in the end time prophecies as spoken in 2 Timothy 4, 3, and 4, and fail to realize it. My heart breaks like Jeremiah's did when I see where the black church is heading. Believing lies that they help to promote. They are the church of Laodicea. You'll find that in Revelations 3, 15 and 16. And the black apostate church is heading toward the white throne of judgment where they will answer to God. That's the end of my essay commentary on the apostasy of the black church. They're heading toward the white throne of judgment. That's that last judgment that comes down before God sends the whole bunch of them to the lake of fire. Let's begin with my first point of emphasis. Remember I said I'd make four points of emphasis after I have read to you the essay commentary entitled The Apostate Black Church. Let's begin with my first point of emphasis. The black church came into existence just like the Roman Catholic Church did, full of paganist practices, of worshiping nature, of worshiping idols, the cosmos, that's like worshiping the sun, the stars, moon, worshiping and participating in human sacrifices and worshiping ancestral lines in which they came from the ancestors. The paganism, which I'm talking about concerning the apostate black church, this paganism quickly entered into their Christianity beliefs. Superstition, and it's rife with superstition, became the ingrained in all of the worship and within a short period of time was a common belief system, practicing all kinds of 
superstitions and all kinds of paganistic beliefs. That's what they did. And external problem was this new religion was focused, was forced on many of the slaves because they had to survive and live in a new environment. See, there was this external problem that was forced on them. Problem was the, the majority of slaves were illiterate and had only the teaching and the instructions of their slave masters. Isn't that a shame? These faulty teachers, slave masters, and they bring in some old crazy other preachers too. These faulty teachers spread the gospel of servitude. You hear that? To make them believe that that's what the Bible was about. Them being good slaves for many years. The main body of slaves were never truly given the word of God. Because the word of God has definite edicts for the white hypocrites who were enslaving these black folks. See, they would use portions of the book of Ephesians and they would go to that fifth chapter and then they'd go to verse five down to nine. But they would never read the whole part. They would take just one verse out of context and they wouldn't read the rest and they wouldn't catch what Paul was actually saying. And Paul was saying, and you get, if you read that, Ephesians 6, and you go from, start at verse 5. But if you can start at the beginning, because he's talking about how kids should behave with their parents, then you get to 5 and you read down to 6, you read down to 9. Paul talks about being good servants. And the word could be just being good slaves and how they should act toward their, their masters. But then Paul takes it on down further and he said, hey, masters, you have a master, you have a God, and you are to treat these people who are your servants, you are to treat them with respect and you are to treat them in a godly fashion. But they never would read them this small epistle of Philon. 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 And that is a book and an epistle about Paul writing to a slave master and telling him how he should treat the slave that has returned to him and how Paul thought about that slave and how he thought about the master and thought that the master should show a lot of love and caring as he had done. Well, so the book of Philemon is the book that he should have, they, the slave masters never read to them because it was altogether different. My second point of emphasis is concerning the apostate black church is, as I stated in my first point, the new religion was ripe with creeping secularism. And then, and even today, secularism is that it's worldly kind of things that were creeping into the religion, which which uh, were of the culture and the people in which they were living. For over 150 years, this cancerous condition has eaten away the scriptural foundation of the church as in the past. We're still dealing with it. The cornerstone of Christianity is found in Jesus' teaching and the, apost and the apostles' teaching. 
And the apostles' teaching is what is found mainly all in the New Testament. All the letters are there written by the apostles and Jesus' teaching. The Sermon on the Mount, Jude, Jude is just one chapter, 20, verse 20 through verse 23. 1 Timothy 3.16, 2 Timothy 3.16 and others. All these scriptures are given by the inspiration of God. God has given all these scriptures, and this is the foundation of our relation, of our religion, and of our relationship with God as Christians. I'm continuing my points of reference, my points of emphasis, and we're on the second point. Today's apostate black church has hooked up with the most demonic political party on this planet. Over the years, this relationship has grown into a solid bond that was consummated when Obama was elected into office. With a unbelievable 93% love endorsement, he tightened the black, the apostate church's relationship with the Democrat, demonic Democrat. He tightened their support on the deaf culture. And I've used that several times. And he led them down into the abyss of gay rights, abortion, hatred of Israel, evolutionary beliefs that deny the existence of God, embracing Islam. Paul, uh, I mean, Obama was, he was a secular, a secular Muslim, and the Orthodox Muslim hated his guts, and a denial of biblical inspired word of God. So this is what happened when they tightened, when he helped tighten that grip onto the church. They brought the lies of the demonic Democratic Party that Obama was leading those black folks or the apostate black church. He was the leading salesman for that party. Well, that ends my second point of emphasis. My third point of emphasis is the Black Apostate Church is grow growing acceptance of sexual immorality and social and the social gospel that the Black preachers were espousing moved them further away from the biblical principles that was one, that once anchored the church during the raging political storms of racial hatred perpetrated, guess who? By demonic Dixie Party. See, a leopard can't change his stripes or color, and the Democratic Party is not, as I stated before about them. The KKK, Jim Crowism, and segregation, guess who were this, who espoused that? And they only change because of public sentiment. I'm continuing my third point of emphasis. Their worship service has turned into, and we're talking about the apostate black church, their worship service has turned into a form of entertainment so that they can feel better about themselves. Yes, missionary work is just a foolish action that occurs once a month in a single study group of old people. They promote a myth of community involvement 
That's what the church is, the apostate church. While the black on black crime soars beyond human comprehension, even in their own backyards. Well, that's my third point of emphasis. My fourth point is that of emphasis is the irony, and I said that and I, I emphasized that when I read my essay. The irony is that the black apostate church is operating in these latter days, and they are blinded by the signs of racial pride and prosperity. They like to promote that. They have an alternate belief system, and they live in a bubble of lies that one has when he believes his own lies. That's a pathological liar. And that's what they become. They like to quote Second Chronicles 7 and 14. They love that. But they fail to apply it to their current status with God. They refuse to accept the fact that they have an alliance with a demonic political party that is out to destroy them and out to destroy this nation. Let me say that again. The devil doesn't care who he destroys as long as he reaches his goals and reaches the end. And he, the end justifies the means with the devil. And that's what he is. See, there have been only, for the last 6,000 years, there's been only two godly nations ever formed using biblical principles. Guess who? The nation of Israel. It's a biblical, and they used the Bible and the, and the teachings of the prophets and of the Lord. The second one is this nation. You might say, well, most of those people who signed the Constitution were slave owners. And I'll tell you this. About 58% of them was, not all of them were, because some of them were actually true Christians. Like... Uh, James Adam and, and those people, they were true Christians. But about 58% of them were slave owners. But I'm going to tell you this. When God spoke to Jeremiah and told him that he was going to destroy the, the nation of Israel for its lack of respect for him and for its disobedience, Jeremiah said, you're going to use those Chaldeans? And God said, yes. Jeremiah said, they're worse people than we are. And God said, you're right. You're right. They are worse than you are. He said, but they're going to be my instrument, my tool to bring this nation down and destroy this nation because it's failed to accept and keep my laws, my principles, and my statutes. He said, I can use evil and I can use it for good when I'm responding, when I am in response to it. And once again, I gave you the wrong scripture in Daniel because I said five. Look at verse four of Daniel, chapter four of Daniel and verse 17. You'll see God can do whatever he wants to do. He used those slave owners to do just what he wanted to do to form this nation. And he does it all the time and he's doing it right now. He's got a fool in office that he's using to prove just how terrible the Democratic Party is. The apostate black church is the Laodicean church found in the book of Revelation. 
the third chapter, heading for the great tribulation and the fury of God. He is a destroyer of men, a destroyer of nations, and a destroyer of worlds. You don't play with God, because if you play with him, you're playing with an all-consuming fire. And it says, and he is a jealous God. So I'm still on my fourth point of emphasis. God is not blinking at the sins of the black apostate church, and he will not overlook their refusal to turn from their evil, wicked, immoral ways and return back to him. He's not going to overlook that. They won't do that. The prophet Nahum put it this, and I keep using Nahum. The guilty will not go unpunished. You hear that? And then in Deuteronomy it says, their sins will find them out. Right now I'm looking at how God is exposing all the evil, sinful things of the demonic Democratic Party. God, you don't play with God. I'm continuing to finish up on my fourth point of emphasis. My heart breaks like Jeremiah's did. When I see where the black church is heading, the black apostate church is believing the lies that they help to create and now they are promoting. They are heading to the white throne of judgment and then to the lake of fire. As Paul says, oh, wretched man, oh, wretched church that you are, who can save you from the hell that you deserve? Who? Well, this has been a very hard podcast to deliver because it's so much a part of me. My heart is breaking every time some stupid black person spells out in the talking points from the demonic democratic party's platform, the deaf culture, line of thought. Let me quickly summarize the four points and emphasize an emphasis of emphasis pertaining to my essay commentary and on the black apostate church. I'm going to summarize it. The first point that I made and I'm summarizing that point, I've already given those four points, but I'm just summarizing each one. The slaves did little, the slaves did like the other pagan societies did. They imposed their pagan religion and culture into their Christian practice beliefs, their superstitions, the worshiping of spirits and mainly evil spirits, the worship of nature, worship of animals, and the worship of the cosmos. They imposed that just like the other ones did. Second, my second summary, my second point of emphasis in summary, after slavery ended, the cancerous effects of creeping socialism, socialism then got in bed with the apostate church after reconstruction. There was a growing acceptance of sexual immorality in the black church. The social justice gospel was preached. Worldly music, high levels of emotionalism, getting all happy and jumping around, and the invitation to the politicians to come into their pulpits and talk about their political beliefs to influence their ways. Adam Clayton Powell, 
Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson. They're just some of the many people who helped to invite the politicians and invite the demonic Democratic Party into the Black church and encourage the Black congregations to follow their lead. A third point, a summary of my points of emphasis, the Black church moved further away from God. They trusted the God that they trusted during the raging storms of civil injustice and stopped calling on the one they trusted for centuries and start calling on the federal government, their little God, and the demonic Democratic Party to help them with social programs that destroy the foundational beliefs found in the book of Genesis, the foundation of marriage, the foundation of the family, and the belief in the only true and living God. That's what happened. And that's what, what they've done. So, my fourth point of summary is that the Black Apostate Church can see the can't see the forest for the trees. The Great Commission given by, to us by Jesus has no meaning to them. The Blacks and the Blacks people are going down the tube, and they have no answer because they throw the answer out the window when they threw the Bible out. Although they like to repeat 2 Chronicles 7 and 4, this is just a platitude, a religious platitude that they use, that they have no real understanding of what God is saying to them. Talk is cheap. Commitment is needed. And I go back to the old thing. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. That's where you begin. You begin, you come back to obeying God. Repentance, they have no idea in mind about repentance. And it's just a word that they talk and use from time to time. The Black Apostate Church thinks that if they are just, if they just ignore the signs of the time, that everything will go away and everything will be okay. That's what they want to do. They want to play ignorant and ignore and run from the fact that they are living in the last days. And all of these signs lead to the fact that the church is going to be removed. The true church is going to be removed in the rapture. And then shortly thereafter, the great tribulation will come and Jesus will come back and set everything right and make everything correct. So the black apostate church is the church of Laodicea that you find in the book of Revelations that will experience the horrible, horrible, horrible times of the great tribulation because they, the black apostate church, are now, are now with the mark of the beast on their foreheads. They, as you find in the book of Revelations last few chapters, they have the mark of the beast on their forehead. That's what the apostate black church, and that's what they have even today. Well, this has been a tough one because I have been a person in the black church, and when it got so apostate, I moved out of it. And if you are in an apostate church that 
has that democratic, demonic platform and that they follow and that the bulk of them you vote and support, you need to get out of it. Get out of it right now because you're living in the latter days and you have to get away from the, the, that apostasy that is going on in many of the black churches. Well, I hope I said enough. This is, I was a little bit excited today because this is a very, very thing that's close to my heart. And I'm like Jeremiah, as he wrote the book of Lamentations, crying and weeping for my people, my people. Let me close. Join us next week and we will spend more time on the issue of abortion. We'll get into it. I wanted to, but I didn't have the time. We'll get into the issue of abortion, Roe versus Wade, and the current situation that you're experiencing today. Join me next week. Maranatha, Maranatha, Jesus Christ will be coming back soon to set all things right. And the church will be out of what is coming the great tribulation, and he will come then after that and set everything right. Maranatha, thanks for joining me.